Welcome back to the third taping of this uh, intro. Uh, well, another episode of Pastime Rants. Uh, we'll see if it works this time. Uh, as always, we're having trouble with Anchor. Uh, this is Justin. And Wes might be joining us. I'm here, but I mean, this the audio sucks. What yeah. sucks about it? Like, it, you're fine right now, but it was like breaking up when you were trying to do the intro. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what's happening, but we'll give this thing a shot one more time. Um, of course, we've got our NFL talk. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about last week and this week. Um, a lot of news kind of in the NFL. And then we'll talk a little bit on the NBA. Uh, a, a particular individual keeps personally attacking you. Um, I know you want to address that. Yeah, crazy man in the woods. So, so Probably we'll making pop bombs as we play. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. Um, but we'll get right into the NFL. Um, I hope this keeps recording. Uh, I think every time I try to pull up like the ESPN app, uh, it keeps like shutting down. Yeah, I'm but, just staring at the damn screen watching the timer. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm scared to look away. Um, so let's try it this time. Um, okay. So I guess Thursday Night Football last week, we were kind of talking. Uh, we did the podcast during Thursday Night Football last week. The Packers and Cardinals, uh, it was a, a pretty great game. Uh, came down to the end. Packers ended up winning that game 24 21 knocking off the undefeated Cardinals. So that was probably the game of the week. And we actually got it on Thursday night football. So uh, one of the best Thursday night games probably ever. Um, But yeah, so the Cardinals got knocked off. Uh, They had a chance there at the end. AJ Green looked like he forgot like what play was being ran or something in the end zone. It's probably Uh, those two years he took off. You know, (laughs) he came back to haunt him. (laughs) Um, but of course, you know, Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers. Kyler Murray wasn't too great in this game, throwing two picks, no touchdowns. Um, so that was kind of the difference in the game. Um, but yeah, so the Packers are on fire right now. They're probably the hottest team in the NFL. So, Um, so odd. Yeah. You know, the Packers, they did that. They didn't. Devontae Adams was out. I think another wide receiver was out. So Aaron Rodgers doing it with like no one at wide receiver, which is pretty crazy. He's just being a bad man. That's it. He he tested positive. Like he tested positive for bad man. Yeah. (laughs) And something else. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh oh. Um, Yeah. So we'll move on. Let's uh, let's talk about the Sunday slate of games. So Steelers Browns. was I don't know the final score would lead you to believe that this was kind of a good game. Uh, it's kind of just a shit show by everybody. I think mm-hmm. um, Pittsburgh does win the game fifteen ten. Cleveland is in some deep shit right now. Um, yeah, this team is absolutely falling apart. Uh, obviously, they're underperforming and uh, in really they're- every aspect of the game. Browns doing brown shit. I mean, it's it's what they do. It like they're supposed much. to be, they're supposed to be great, and they're like, no, man, <laughs> no. Top to top to bottom, they have one of the most talented rosters in the NFL. It just they cannot seem to make it click. 
there's a lot of finger pointing happening right now. Uh, everybody's saying Baker Mayfield, who is, you know, playing in a contract year. They don't know if they're going to pick up his contract after this year. He's playing injured. He's got like the, uh, the torn labrum. And they, I heard that he had like a fractured humerus on the non-throwing arm. I'll just uh, go ahead and say that he called you and told you that. You don't have he to. Did. He did. Baker Mayfield will actually be joining the podcast, so we can discuss that here in a little bit. Um, we'll talk about this start to their season, if they're happy about that. Um, we'll get into all that with him in a little bit, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I've been a big Baker guy. Uh, being a Steeler fan, I still I like Baker. Uh, I think Baker is not the issue here. Um I, do, I like their coach, so I don't know who it is. Uh, a lot, every time the Browns start losing, a lot of fingers start getting pointed at Odell Beckham. And yeah, Odell I mean, Beckham has been pretty much non-existent on this team. It didn't help when I saw a picture of him and LeBron James, and LeBron James saying, my, my man's going to get back to his winning ways again or something like that. And I'm like, oh, that's a kiss of death. Well, you, might well trade- pose with, you might as well take a picture with Drake. Yeah, so, I mean, Odell Beckham is immensely talented. There's no doubt about that. He is he can be a great wide receiver. He has never been good in Cleveland. Uh, no. I don't know what the deal is, but it's just not working out. The uh, trade deadline actually came and gone yesterday, and he didn't get traded, which is kind of shocking at this point. I mean, I think they're talking about uh, Stefanski, the head coach there, and Odell Beckham are having a meeting to discuss his future with the Browns. So I guess you could be looking for him to get released here soon, um, in which case he would have an opportunity to sign with anybody. And watch uh, the Falcons pick him up. It's, no, he'll go to a contender. Somebody's going to pick him up. And the I only, team I, only team I can think of that would be going out and trying to get him is Green Bay Packers. You think they would want him? I think Aaron Rodgers would uh, – I think Aaron Rodgers would be okay with bringing in another superstar wide receiver. If anybody can make him good, make him good again, it'd be Aaron Rodgers. Though. Exactly. So I mean, I I say superstar. Uh, I guess that should be used uh, lightly since he hasn't been exactly a superstar in a long time. Previously um, known as a superstar. Yes. Um, so that's pretty much it for the Browns. This was a. I hate to say this is a big win for the Steelers, but it it's not really. Take what uh, you can. It's not really – they needed this win for sure. Um, but, I mean, historically, Ben has owned the Cleveland Browns franchise. I think he's like 24-2-1 against the Browns all time. Like, I, you're just supposed to beat the Browns. So, Ben Roethlisberger has an ownership in the Browns and Aaron Rodgers has an ownership of the Bears. Yeah, but, like, owning the Browns isn't saying much. I'm, yeah, I mean, you want boardwalk, but sometimes you got to sell it for park place. I mean, you know, it's like you don't have a choice. Ownership is ownership. Yeah, uh, but Ben played decent. I mean, 22 of 34, 266, and one touchdown. I, I mean, those aren't bad numbers. Um, I am glad that he only threw the ball 34 times instead of 50. Um, still like to see those numbers go down a little bit, maybe in the 20s. Um, Najee Harris did get 26 carries for 91 yards and a touchdown, so his carries are going up. Najee does look good, um, so that is optimistic there. Um, as soon as they get a offensive line in front of him, I think he's going to be 
uh, one of the top running backs in the league. Maybe. Yeah. So that is that game. Uh, like I said, it's kind of a big win for the Steelers, but it really shouldn't be because um, the Browns aren't good right now. Uh, also, one more thing with the Odell Beckham thing. I heard that his dad, I don't know what the deal is with like these NFL players and their families right now, but they are out of their minds on social media. What so, happened? Odell Beckham's dad like posted a like video of like Baker Mayfield like missing Odell on a bunch of different passes or whatever, basically oh, saying God. it's Baker Mayfield's fault that Odell's not doing anything. But man, there must be some kind of rift between them two because he only threw the ball to him one time the last game. He had like one catch for six yards. He's it doesn't not, help. non-existent. Posting videos like that don't help the situation either. Exactly. It's the same thing with the Patrick Mahomes bullshit when the his mom is going on social media and his wife is going on social media and blaming the wide receivers and all that kind of nonsense. I mean, it definitely doesn't hurt. It's not helping, that's for sure. Um, at this point, I mean, when he starts doing stuff like that, you're going to have to address his like situation with the team. Yeah. It's been a distraction. Yeah. So moving on, we'll talk about the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons. Um, God, the Falcons are terrible. Yeah, I was about to step away from this podcast for for an undisclosed amount of time because of mental stress. Yeah, and um, um, mental is health. What, is the, are the Falcons putting you through that? Yeah, that's what I texted you. I was like, I'm, I don't want to hear it about Calvin Ridley. I just don't want to hear from people on social media. The fucking Falcons have given. Giving me mental stress since 1997, and I'm not, and I have not quit being a Falcons fan for God's sake. It's so, like I, just nobody's calling it. What? Go ahead. So what you're talking about is before this game happened, Calvin Ridley came out and said that he was going to step away from the game of football in order to focus on his mental well-being. Um, really, nothing other than that. I mean, he didn't give any clues to what he's dealing with or whatnot. Uh, I mean, he he doesn't have to, I guess. Um, I think you do. When you're getting paid a certain amount of money, you have a certain responsibility you need to. Yeah, I want, do, I, do they get paid? Is he getting paid even he's though he's have stepping some, away from the team? He's got to have some guaranteed money. It's not like the NBA. Um, yeah. So he's going to get paid something, but there's no way he's going to get full pay. If they pay him yeah. full pay, the Falcons kiss my ass. Yeah, this, this is bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a fucking football player. You're you're. Oh, I don't care. Just say nobody wants to say what it actually is because the, the, the previous times we tried to record this, I said them uh, Facebook groups, Atlanta Falcons Facebook groups have been driving me nuts for the past three days over this crap. And I said just call it what it is. He doesn't want to play for a shitty team. Now if it comes out that like that we haven't heard anything about there being a death in the family. Or, well, well, now he did miss the London game a couple weeks ago for like personal reasons, is what they gave. So, I mean, this is the second game this year where he's done this. I think that was game was three weeks ago. So he missed that game for, and then he played last week, and now he's missing this game again this week. So I, I don't know. I'm telling you this: it better be something good. It, it better not be like I'm stressed out and I got a brain boo boo. Like yeah. it, like that brain boo boo better be terminal cancer or something. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm serious, dude. Like, I, I, it, I it's touchy, I know, but you, you have a responsibility, and you're not giving any reason why 
you just you're the best receiver, best weapon we got, and you're not given any explanation whatsoever why you're just walking away from football. It is odd. Um, uh, no, it's I, becoming I, no, it's becoming a thing now. That's the bad thing. It's it's becoming less and less odd because there's more and more people doing this, mm-hmm. and it's becoming accepted. It's just like this. It's it's not the same thing, but it's just like it's becoming accepted that if a player doesn't like where they're at, regardless of what their contract is, they're like, I just don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And they'll bitch and moan and they'll sit around and half the time they get their way. And I'm hoping this this thing isn't going to be some – I'm hoping, to be fair, I'm hoping that there's something to this that's legit, but I don't think there is. Yeah, well, I mean, I just at this don't, point, you, you get applauded for doing this. Why? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I mean, Why? Get, Does he not want to help the gymnastics team either? Like, you get a standing ovation for stepping away. Uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah, step I, away from your responsibilities and your you know, obligations and shit that you're being paid millions and millions of dollars to do. Yeah, just yeah. go do it. That has nothing to do with your team sucks. It has nothing to do with that. I mean, you know, my mental well-being is challenged every day as well, but I still show up to work. Yes, we don't have that choice. I'm arguing with strangers. Uh, the, the thing is, I'm arguing with one guy. Most people are liking my comments on this shit because they're agreeing with me. It's like, you know, what was it I sent you? Because I'm scared to change my phone. But somebody actually posted because I sent it to you. It said, Calvin Ridley. It says, money does not cure depression. Um, rich people have more pain than poor people. And I said, what? <laughs> what was that? And I actually had to argue with the guy. It wasn't a horrible argument, but I'm sitting here going, he goes, what do he say? So I'm like, uh, you know, I don't think money solves everything. I said, I do. <laughs> I mean, I, obviously people deal with all sorts of different things and money can't fix everything, but it damn sure helps. You know what? When you don't have to worry about your rent, you don't have to worry about a car payment, you don't have to worry about your power bill, you, just basic bills that everybody else has to worry about. I say that you got a, you got a little leg above everybody else right off the bat. Yeah. Um, and, and you're getting to play. You're, you're literally doing what you love for a living. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, so you get to do all that stuff. And I, I know it's got to be stressful, but you don't get to that level without dealing with stress. Yeah. You just and don't. Mean, and definitely him. I know it's different a whole different league. I mean, when you're talking about college football and professional football, but he did play at Alabama. They do things. It's not fun there. Okay. It's almost like the Patriot way uh, with Nick yeah. Saban and whatnot. I mean, they're held to a different standard there. It's, he's not ha- like he's having fun out there playing college football. Uh, it might as well be now because there ain't nobody doing shit to him in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> There's happy shows up. But I'm saying, like, I don't think he's under any new stress because he's playing for the NFL team. No. I mean, at this point, Alabama is almost to a level of, like, we run our program like an NFL team. So pretty much, I, I don't see there being, like, a whole new stress that he's dealing with. But I, like we said, we don't know what he's dealing with. But when you're getting paid that kind he's of money. He's about to deal with his hands is what he's about to deal with. That's what he's about to deal with. <laughs> Uh, but like you said, your mental well-being has been challenged by the Falcons for uh, what, whatever. 1997. 
97. When I, when I became a fucking Falcons fan. And, and you've been regretting it ever since. Yes. I, I'm My age, I actually look like a 65-year-old man now. Like, <laughs> that's, it is because of them. It's, um, it's all because of them. I blame nothing but them. But, like, my mom, I'm talking to her on the phone because, you know, I had some time and I was, like, telling her where I was and all that shit. And she brought up Ridley. I said, just go ahead and stop because I know where you're going because she's a big <laughs> roll tide bammer or whatever this. And she goes, well, he's going through. I said, your Alabama guy can kiss my ass. I was like, I don't know what it is with your soft-ass Alabama receivers, but your main guy left, took a pay cut, and really hadn't done shit this year. And then the one we're left with got sad and <laughs> walked yeah. out the door. Uh, so, yeah, so – the Falcons do lose this game, nineteen thirteen, to Carolina. Good. Carolina has not been good uh, no. since like they were three one, so they've had like a three game losing streak. They still beat Atlanta this week. Um, They're just trash. I guess the news from Carolina would be the trade deadline was approaching. Of course, with the trade deadline approaching, uh, Sam Darnold was good in the beginning. Uh, he hasn't been good the past three weeks, so. I guess Carolina has, you know, been looking for other options. Uh, there was the rumor that they had contacted Houston about Deshaun Watson. Um, of course, that was the big trade deadline, you know, mystery. Who was going to end up with Deshaun Watson? There was rumors coming out. They were uh, jail cell. Up, <laughs> that the Carolina Panthers were willing to give up three first-round picks and Christian McCaffrey for Deshaun Watson. Jesus Christ! That, that's no. That's no. insane. That, when that's... you don't, when you don't know what the future holds for Deshaun Watson, you don't know if he's going to be on the field this year, next year, or ever again. Really, well, dude, I mean, like, he's knocking on the door of being on one of the murder porn specials on twenty twenty. Like, <laughs> he's like one bad visit away from going away forever. Now I know um, Christian McCaffrey can't stay on the field. Uh, Christian McCaffrey yeah, at this yeah. point is just getting hurt every year. It's almost like another like Saquon Barkley uh, yeah. situation where you have a guy who has incredible talent. I mean, could be one of the best running backs in the league, leads the league in yardage every year. He finishes the whole year. But at this point, he's almost got the Julio Jones syndrome. He's just hurt every other week. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, when you're looking at a running back who already has like a a short life in the NFL, and this guy's already getting banged up. I could see trying to move him, um, but you don't know what you're getting into Sean Watson. Yeah, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because, like, if you get him and he plays, and he plays up to his capabilities, man, he's good. Yeah. He's a little touchy, but he's good. (laughs) But but when you're talking about giving up three first-round picks, that's your future. That's your future. Gone. On a guy that you don't know if he's going to play, and now you're getting rid of his best offensive weapon. Uh, I mean, the wide receivers, the wide receivers in Carolina aren't great. No, I mean they're okay. Uh, DJ Moore is pretty good. Robbie Anderson's pretty good. They're not elite. Um, so Christian McCaffrey is the elite talent on that offense, and now you're yeah. just bringing in Deshaun Watson to throw to some okay guys. Um, so. That was kind of the. I was kind of shocked to see that. Of course, the Panthers wanted uh, wanted to know what Sean Watson's legal uh, 
status would be, I guess. They, they wanted more answers on that, as they should if they're giving up that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so the trade never went through, um, and that's kind of where they are now. Um, so we'll move on to the Dolphins and the Bills game. Now this game, I'm going to give Tua credit where Tua where credit is due. Tua has been playing better. He's been playing okay. Um, he is still the master of the dink and dunk. He's going to throw it three yards behind the line of scrimmage and hope to God somebody takes it 70 yards. Uh, <laughs> he's going to throw it five yards down the field. Somebody hopes somebody takes it 60. I mean, he's not going to try and push the ball down the field. Um, but he's been – he's always going to have a high completion percentage because he mm-hmm. takes low-risk throws. Um, so that's an overcome – but the yardage is always what's there. I mean, he threw – he was 21-39, which isn't incredible, but he threw for 205 yards, one interception. Um, this game at halftime was 3-3. Three to three. The Bills should be killing that. Yeah. At this point, the Dolphins are 1-7. Uh, um, of course, Tua's future, they've been talking about at the trade deadline. Was Tua going to be there? Are they going to trade Tua? They were linked to Deshaun Watson. Um, nothing, nothing happened. Uh, so Tua is still there in Miami. Uh, if they're confident in him or not, I have no idea. It doesn't seem like it. Well, I think what it is, you want him to do better because you got that sweet Tua card. Yeah, I did pull that to a card. Jesus Christ. I, I would. Yeah, he sent that to me. It's a relic card with what, a jersey? Yeah. <laughs> and Stupid. are you going to put in plastic and, like, hold it in your arms when you sleep tonight? I am. I already, okay. It's already around my, on my nightstand. <laughs> did you smell it to see if it's... That did. That's the first smelled, thing I did. Smelled like loser. Um. <laughs> um, so the Bills did end up winning 26-11. to 11. Uh, Like I said, this game was – three to three at halftime and neither team could really do anything. And then the bills just turned the bills. Um, they would end up going like 17, three in the uh, second half. Uh, it's odd. You think there would have been a complete stomping. Yeah. Like, like I said, the- I mean, they didn't, nothing happened in the first half. Neither team did anything. And then after halftime, they started putting up a little points, but the bills are good. Um, I guess it's one of those things where this is a division rival and these teams, these games always tend to be close, mm-hmm. even when a team is really bad, even when the other team's really good. Um, at least one of those games a year, they're going to be close. Um, so I guess it's just that that's what happened. Um, moving on, 49ers and the Bears. Um, I think this, um, Matt Nagy, the coach for the Chicago Bears, was out of this game with uh, COVID. So he wasn't coaching. So everybody wanted to see what Justin Fields looked like without Matt Nagy pretty much holding him back. Um, Matt Nagy has been coaching Justin Fields with like the kid gloves on, um, not really unleashing him uh, per se. Uh, Justin Fields did make a couple incredible plays. I texted you at one point. He did. He rolled to the right. He like had like three guys on him, kind of dodged them, rolled back to the left. And ended up like scoring like a twenty yard touchdown after he ran about fifty yards. Uh, it was a pretty incredible play. But Justin Fields had one hundred and seventy five passing yards, one touchdown, one interception. But he also added ten carries for one hundred and three yards and one touchdown. Uh, 
Justin Fields is good. Yeah. And I do think Matt Nagy does hold him back a little bit. I don't think Matt Nagy or really that whole front office in Chicago is going to be there next year. I think they're all on the verge of getting fired. So it wouldn't be surprised to see that. Um, I'll tell you something that has to do with Justin Fields. So when I went into the facility that I'm working at this year, this week, um, I walked out to my car and I'm coming back in and some random manager there or something, I'm wearing a Falcon jacket. And he goes, oh, man, I like that jacket. And I was like, I don't. <laughs> and, uh, so I started talking to him about it. And he's like, well, you know, Matt, this and that. That's why I like Matt. We could have got Justin Fields. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and I said, okay, I got to go. Yeah, I mean, uh, like we've been talking about, uh, Justin Fields, I think, is going to be special. I think he's going to be uh, – very good for the Chicago Bears. Uh, they finally did whiff on the quarterback pick. Um, but at the same time, the Falcons, Kyle Pitts has looked good the past couple of weeks. Kyle Pitts has looked unstoppable. Um, but you are going to need somebody to throw him the ball in the coming years. So, yeah, I, but, but the thing Kyle about Pitts the, is uh, promising. No, yeah, it's fine. But, um, but it's, with, it's different when you're talking about a franchise quarterback. When you're the Chicago Bears, though, who is the greatest Chicago Bears quarterback of all time? Uh, McMahon. Yeah, they've never had a great. They never uh, even Jim McMahon. I wouldn't say is like no lights out great. I mean, no, he was, he was fun though. <laughs> oh yeah, but I'm talking about he wasn't like they've never had a great quarterback. They might have one now. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, I forgot. They've had some great legendary players. They've never had a legendary quarterback. They haven't. Uh, they've always been just defense though. Um. But I think they finally got this one right. So um, they do lose this game 33-22 to San Francisco. I mean, even without Nagy coaching there, I mean, it did let Justin Fields kind of uh, be more of himself, I think. Uh, But San Francisco is still the better team. Uh, Your boy, Jimmy Garoppolo, 17-28 for 322 yards, most efficient passer in the NFL. Yeah, you know what? I heard that he's selling maids on Facebook. Oh, well. (laughs) And you you can hit them. (laughs) Uh, Tim Dillon podcast, if you don't listen to it, listen to that. (laughs) uh, Elijah Mitchell tore up the Chicago Bears defense, 18 carries for 137 yards and touchdown. Um. I mean, that's really all there is to talk about in this game. Um, I'm currently watching the Nets-Hawks right now, and James Harden actually just – I think he just drew a foul and a three at the same time. He finally got his wish. Oh, well, (laughs) once once he figures that out, he's going to do that a lot. It barely touched him, too. Okay, go ahead. Um, Next game, not a whole lot to talk about here. Uh, Eagles-Lions – uh, Eagles absolutely thrashed the Lions 44 to 6. God damn, I feel bad for like, <sighs> Is there going to be a court case for the abuse that these people go through? Detroit, I mean, they played close every single week. They played close with very good teams. They played close with LA Rams a couple weeks ago. So I thought they would, I thought they might get their first win this week. I thought they were at least going to keep it close like they have been. I thought they had a chance to win this game. Uh, Absolutely not. 44-6, to six, the Philadelphia Eagles, who have not been good, um, basically scored at will. Um, I think it was the third quarter. I don't know what exactly happened, if they started just turning the ball over or what. 
But Jalen Hurts only threw for 103 yards, no touchdowns. And then let's see, the running backs, he Austin Scott and Jordan Howard had two carry or two touchdowns each in this game. Um, it was just an absolute ass whipping. Uh, if the Lions can't win this game, whew. But didn't, didn't something happen to Jalen? Something happened to Jalen? I thought he got hurt. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think he's out for the season. Really? Yeah, I'm scared to check my phone, but yeah, I think he's out for the season. No, it, somebody. No, you talking about? We're talking about Derrick Henry. No, I'm, I'm. I know about Derrick Henry. God, I'm scared to death to check my phone. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. I don't see anything about this. I somebody got hurt besides Derrick Henry. Okay, I don't. Uh, oh. Maybe I'll remember it as we go through, but I don't think so. Let me look. Anyway, 44-6, to six, uh, just absolute ass-whipping. Next came up, uh, the Titans and the Colts. Uh, if you're a Colts fan, you've got to be so frustrated by Carson Wentz. Um, if you're a Carson Wentz fan, you've got to be frustrated with Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz will like make some incredible plays and then make some of the most boneheaded, stupid plays you will ever see. Um, at one point, this game was uh, late in the game. I want to say it was 24 to 24, late in the fourth quarter. Um, and Carson Wentz drops back, gets pressured. He... From his own end zone, he swaps that ball to his left hand, almost shot puts it in the air, and a Tennessee Titan catches the ball and returns it for a two-yard pick six. <laughs> With a tie game, and Carson Wentz is trying to like do some kind of wacky Patrick Mahomes type shit and just completely whiffed. Um which gave the Titans lead, and they eventually they went on to win the game, 34-31. Big news coming out of that game is Derrick Henry breaks his foot. He is likely out for the rest of the regular season. It's not good. It's not, but at the same time, that division sucks. So you're talking about a division with the Titans, Colts, Jags, and Texans. Titans have already got two wins over the Colts. So they've already beat them twice. They don't have to play them again. The Titans' rest of the season looks like this. Titans play the Rams this week, which is probably going to be a bad time without Derrick Henry. They probably lose that game. Then they play the Saints. They might lose that game too. They got the Texans. They win that game. They got the Patriots. They probably win that game. They got the Jags. Win that game. Then you're looking at the Steelers. They should win that game, even without Derrick Henry. Um Oh, that one I, know, be a t- I know who I was talking about now. I'm sorry. Go ahead. James Winston. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, he tore his ACL. Um, sorry. Then they got the 49ers, Dolphins, and Tide, or the Texans. So this is not a difficult schedule. If they can get through this schedule and just slip into the playoffs, they're going to get a rested, healthy Derrick Henry in playoffs when everyone else is beat up. I mean, That's a be- scary sight. It could be a perfect situation if you're right. Because you uh, told me about that the other day, and I was like, if you're right, man, they, that's a bad day in the playoffs. 
Yeah, so, I mean, I don't think they'll need him against the Dolphins and the Texans those last two weeks. I don't know why you'd bring him back uh, before playoffs. Um, I know some people are going to say, like, just conditioning and stuff like that. But, man, a fully healthy uh, Derrick Henry getting his return against a playoff team, that could be a bad day for somebody. Oh, yeah. Because you just went through 17 weeks of an NFL season. Your defense is going to be beat up and banged up, and now you're looking at a fresh Derrick Henry. <sighs> could be tough to stop. Yeah, I mean, if, they, if you're right, they could pull it off, and it's, it's totally doable. Yeah. Um, and I'm up here, and that's what's funny about this is everywhere I go, I see nothing but Titan stuff. Like, everywhere. And I was like, man, you know, just don't get to see that in Alabama, like, with any professional team. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I'm like literally in part of Nashville right now, actually. Like, I didn't realize there's five parts of Nashville, but I'm in one of them. And uh, so, you know, there's Titans gear everywhere. But, yeah, if they can pull that off, get to the playoffs, and if he's healthy enough to play in the playoffs and rested, 100%. Have you started, have you started trying on, like, some Titans, like, hoodies and stuff? Or I mean, I, You know what? I should. <laughs> I you should. Gonna fo- are you going to follow Julio Jones to the Titans? <laughs> No, I forgot about that. Fuck that shit. No, no. I mean, but like, but if you are a Titans fan, it sucks that Derrick Henry's out because he's just an absolute beast. But yeah. if they can pull that off and he can come back in the playoffs, that's, I, that's a I big mean, problem to have. What we're in week eight. I think they said that's a six to ten week injury. So I mean, that does put him right there. At, if it takes ten weeks, if it takes. Uh, kind of the back end of that timetable, he should come back for the wild card round. Would he be 100% though from just sitting for that long? Dude, he's a athletic freak of a human. I'm sure he heals at superhuman He's like speed. Wolverine. <laughs> so yeah, I think he'll be all right. Yeah, he's, a, he's over there with animanium skeleton. If I had to guess, he'll probably be Closer to that six-week mark. It's the fifth metatarsal in this foot. So, I mean, I think he'll be back by playoffs at least. I think he could come back in the regular season if they needed him. But, again, they played the Dolphins and the Texans in the week 16 and 17. They shouldn't need him. You're right. But, again, you know, it's the NFL. So, I mean, they might. It is. You never know. Yeah. Um, But at that point, the Dolphins and the Texans, they're already out of playoffs. Would playoffs. you really want to win that game and ruin your draft spot? Oh, no. At that point, they probably need to throw it. Yeah, they're tanking something. All right, so let's get to the story of the week, probably. We have the Bengals in the Jets game. Um, now, we talked about last week, the Bengals are the number one team in the AFC. Joe Burrow is on fire. Joe Jamar Chase is setting hit records in the NFL already. Um, and they're playing the lowly Jets team without their number two overall pick, Zach Wilson, at quarterback. Mike White is getting the start for the Jets. I think he's like three or four years in. Uh, I don't think he's even like started the game at all. Um, he's been just a backup quarterback the whole time. So I want to get into the conspiracy theory uh, side of this. Um, so there was a lot of weird gambling stuff, uh, this weekend. So I've learned if you see 90% of the money on one team, just bet the other way. 
mm-hmm. because there ain't no way that's about to cover. And sure enough, the Bengals, I think, had 89% of the money on them to cover 11 and a half in this game. And the Jets won outright somehow. So, yeah, it's the Bengals are hot too. Is it? Yeah. Yes. And uh, Mike White, who, again, I don't think has started a game, he threw for, he went 37 to 45, 405 yards and three <laughs> touchdowns. And I think it's been like 30 years since the Jets quarterback threw for 400 yards. There, uh, there's a reason why this is getting brought up. And Mike White just threw for 405 yards. Another person put a thousand. Was it a thousand dollar bet? Thousand bucks. Put a thousand dollar bet that Mike White would lead the NFL in passing this week. <laughs> so you're talking about Mike White, who's never played a game, is going to outthrow guys like Joe Burrow. Guys like Patrick Mahomes, guys like Tom Brady, Aaron he's going to outthrow them. Okay, which already sounds unlikely. I forget the odds. The odds were crazy for it, of course, and it hit. Mike White led the NFL in passing this week. It's insane. That guy did, did he get one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Something like that. Yeah, it, it makes me wonder. Was that just crazy luck, or or did or was it set up, man? <laughs> I don't know. That had, to be, that, that had to be just crazy luck. I mean, at this point, though, so you're looking – if you're a Jets fan and Mike White just stepped in and threw for 405 yards, beat the number one team in the AFC, and let's say Zach Wilson comes back this week or when he does come back, and Zach Wilson goes at 15 of 30 for 130. 70 yards and like a touchdown and two picks or something. Don't act like the Jets fans aren't going to start a quarterback controversy. Dude, I don't see how you can bench a guy that did that. Well, we'll see. They got a quick turnaround this week. The Jets are playing the Colts on Thursday night football. So my quad's going to get the start. If he lights up the Colts, uh, there's a quarterback controversy. Just because he's the second overall pick doesn't mean they're going to have to roll him out there. Dude, but that's the craziest bet ever. Like, I oh, saw yes. that and sent it to you, and I thought, who does that? Who has, yeah. a, who has a set on them? They're like, I'm putting a grand on this dude that's yeah. never started. I, I, Unless you knew something. That or you just have way too much money. Yeah, or yeah, probably too much money. Let's be if, you put $1, if you put in $1,000 bet on Mike White, you've got some money, I guess. Um, but yeah, so the Jets beat the... The Bengals, which was the upset of the week, I guess. Well, what screwed them is we really talked – we talked up the Bengals last week. We did. Uh, but, again, there was 90% of the money on the Bengals. Um, that's that's a big factor, um, which brings me to my next game, the L.A. Rams versus the Houston Texans. So, this game had 88% of the money on the L.A. Rams. I think they were minus 16 and a half, so they had to win this game by 16 and a half. Mm-hmm. They were up in this game in the fourth quarter with eight minutes left in the game. They were winning 38 to nothing, 38 to zero. Mm-hmm. The final score of this game is was 38 to 22. So the Rams won by 16 instead of 17. And so that 88% of people just lost their money. The Texans covered in the last Eight minutes of the game, they scored three touchdowns and one two-point conversion to win 
or to lose by 16. They're not even hiding it anymore. It, that game was 38 to nothing. It's, <laughs> dude, like, do I think even if there wasn't, like, people saying, hey, do this, do that, that the Rams are not just going to kick the shit out of them? Yes. But, man, that's just, it's too convenient. Right. So, yeah, it's that just... was eight minutes left in the game. They scored their first touchdown. Five minutes left in the game, they scored another touchdown. Two and a half minutes left, they scored another touchdown and decided to go for two. If they didn't go for two, the Rams cover. Yeah. But for no reason, right there, they're down 17 points or uh, 18 points. And they decide to go for it with two minutes left in the game. Unless you're in on it, if you're betting on NFL games, you're silly at this point. Yeah, because and so that... what was the other game? I sent you this. Uh, oh, oh, we'll get to it in just a minute. Well, we can go ahead and talk about the Sunday night football game was the Bucks and the Saints. So the Bucks, uh, I think they had 86% of the money on them to cover four and a half, and the Saints won outright. Not only did the Saints win outright, Jameis Winston got hurt, tore his ACL in this game, and the backup quarterback came in and beat Tom Brady. Beat the Super Bowl champ. Beat the best team in the league as far as I'm concerned. And they, they had no business beating them whatsoever. Like, so, so that was the te- three teams with the most money on them in the league just all lost, like devastating losses. <laughs> Oh, are you there? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah, I don't, dude. It's I. I really want to love the NFL, but man, it's getting it's getting obvious. Yeah, and I was playing against Tom Brady in fantasy last week. At halftime, he had five fantasy points, and I told everybody I was watching the game with. I go, he's going to throw for five touchdowns in the second half. You go ahead and watch. <laughs> he threw for four. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but he did throw the game uh, ceiling pick six, which I had already texted you. Uh, the Saints, they uh, they kicked the field goal to take the lead with like a minute 40 left in the game. Tom Brady had one timeout. It was just going to be this, the, the same old story. Tom Brady gets the ball back down two, goes down the field, marches right down, kicks field goal. Hell no, he threw a pick six like on the second play of that drop. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, as the closer you get to the playoffs, the more deadly he's going to get. But the way that the way the teams like when it comes to betting, that's what I'm saying. I like, there's no way I'm going to bet on an NFL game. It's tough. It there's is tough. no way. There's no way. I just don't. I don't have the bank account, nor do I have the balls to just throw a thousand bucks on some dude I've never heard of. Like, <laughs> no. Um, good for whoever did it. <laughs> if they just got lucky, but. I don't yeah, know. I mean, the, that's the all it is. Weird. The league's so weird. Uh, real quick, Patriots, Chargers. Patriots win this game 27-24. Um, I guess the Chargers aren't for real. The Chargers there for look like a, a great team uh, with a win over the Chiefs, but at this point we know the Chiefs aren't exactly good. Um, Patriots are just quietly in the middle of the pack. Uh, they're not a bad team, really. Um, so Patriots could potentially slip in the playoffs, I think. Um, I mean, they're right there. They, they don't need to be counted out yet. 
No, I mean, they're, I don't think they're going to be doing anything substantial, but they're like, I don't, I, I'm just saying get into the players. I think they could sneak in playoffs there, uh, there at the end. Maybe. Most, um, I mean, they definitely could. That's really all there is about that game. I don't think anything of newsworthy or anything comes out of that game. Um, so moving on, Seahawks, Jags, nothing to talk about here. Geno Smith leads the Seahawks 31-7 to over the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're just bad. Um, I really I thought this game was going to be a lot closer than it was because Geno Smith was the quarterback for the Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, ass flipping. That's all it was. Yeah. Uh, Broncos, Washington football team, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> Denver wins this game. Washington's terrible. Um Denver's not that good, so who cares? Um, another story of the NFL. Um, oh, no, this was the Sunday Night Football game. I said Buck Saints was the Sunday Night Football. Uh, Cowboys-Vikings was the Sunday Night Football game. And news broke right before the game that Dak was not going to start. Uh, Cooper Rush was going to be the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Who? Exactly. Um and it's not now, like a made-up name. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a creative player from like Madden. Yeah. Um, so he's getting the start. Um, this was the week of the backup quarterback, apparently, because Cooper Rush went 24-40 for 325, two touchdowns and an interception. He was playing against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. And I, at this point, man, Kirk Cousins just ain't it. No. He just is not it. I mean, they're paying him a lot of money, and he's getting his ass beat on primetime every single time. He got outdueled by Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. How is that guy not a, like a wrestler for AEW? <sighs> so, I mean, if you're the Vikings, you need to be like – if you're the Vikings, you want somebody like Baker Mayfield to come over. Yeah. You're hoping that they don't side Baker. I don't know. I, like the, the Vikings, if, like if you're a Minnesota fan, you got to be the most disappointed people in the world because they weren't that bad last year. They weren't horrible. They're not. But man, Kirk Cousins, just every time they play in a big game, they lose. He's terrible. Um, and the thing is, he's got weapons all over the place. Like Justin Jefferson's an elite wide receiver. Adam Thielen is a great wide receiver. Dalvin Cook is a great running back. They still can't do anything. Um, I saw where the, there was an agent for a lot of the Minnesota Vikings was coming out and basically saying that, like, they need to get Kirk Cousins out of there or he's taking all of his players somewhere else. <laughs> um, so look for that to be a problem. Everything. But at this point, you got to – the Cowboys are a good team. Yeah, as long as Dak plays, they're, they're a really good team. But they won, But they won this game with Cooper Rush. I know, but it's the Vikings. But Dallas is six and one. That defense is getting better every week. Um, well, you that, know the last time, the last time the Braves won a World Series, didn't the uh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys win? Oh, uh, probably. I mean, ninety five. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you. You can go ahead and uh, get ready because Atlanta, with the Braves winning a championship, there's going to be another thirty year drought of championships in Atlanta. So. Oh, I want to be worm food before they ever win. Like, <laughs> don't, don't expect the Falcons to ever win anything. 
I'm gonna be I'm gonna be just long like since turned back into the cosmos, returned to my spiritual form before the Falcons ever won a Super Bowl. I mean, I actually I don't dislike the Braves. That Braves team is actually like a lockable team. They've got a lot of good like good guys on there. Um, I mean, but what sport do they play? They play baseball. Okay, so I dislike them. <laughs> I understand. Um, but they were playing the Houston Astros, which everybody universally dislikes because they yes. literally got called cheating. They said, yeah, we cheated, and the M- MLB uh, just slapped them on the wrist. It was like, hey, don't do that. Mm-hmm. They slapped them with a fine. I'll tell you what, if you tell any GM for any team across any league, hey, we're going to fine you, like, let's say $500,000, but you get to keep this championship. Every t- and every NFL uh, owner is going to say, okay. Yeah, done. Well, if you want to go back in the, the archives of the illustrious pastime rants and go to free Joe Kelly, I think that's when we talk about the Astros. And you yeah. basically said that. Like, you, you said, it's like, you give any, any team, not even profession, you give any team that option, they're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> done. You're allowed to cheat, but we're going to just give you, we're going to find you a little bit of money. And every team was just like, yeah, we'll pay that. Yeah, because if, if anything, like you're just your city and everything and your team and owner, everybody's, everybody's making money off that. Yeah, you're going to make that money that. back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, Nobody so wanted hard. Astros to win. Nobody. I kind of wanted to see the Braves blow a 3-1 series lead, but at the same time, I didn't want to see Houston win a championship. It was a damned if you do, damned if you don't. But if we want to go back to the conspiracy theory and gambling, so with Houston, the Astros, they have a notorious super fan called Mattress Mac. He owns a mattress store or something in Houston. He's notorious for like placing huge bets on the Astros. He placed like a million dollar bet like halfway through the season or something that the Astros were going to win the World Series. They were two wins away from. Vegas having to pay out the largest bet of all time. I think it was going to pay out like $36 million or something. Um, Damn. So if you want to talk about conspiracy theories, they uh, Vegas had a little bit of reason to be uh, hoping the Braves pulled that one out. Yeah, it was in the best interest to do that. Yeah. So even though everybody wants to see the Falcons fail like they usually do, or not the Falcons, Atlanta fail like they usually do, uh, Vegas said, we're going to step in and help this out. <laughs> like, I have no idea if the dude listens to this show or not, but not the guy that saw the UFO. He does. With me, Everybody does. Um, but the guy that saw the UFO with me, JD, it's like the only guy I know that I'm happy for him because that dude was like, I remember when, uh, when Sid Bream hit that damn run in and they won or whatever, that big deal when, when they actually did win the World Series. Um, I remember he got he almost got grounded because he like celebrated and woke his dad up. That's the whole reason why he wouldn't let me in when we saw the UFO because if he woke his dad up, he'd be in trouble. Because <laughs> <laughs> evidently, like he wake his dad up, he comes out with a shotgun. I don't know. But he get, he almost got grounded after they after they won because of that because he was jumping up and down and so I'm sure he had a blast seeing the the, the Braves win again because he's a Michael fan. But I enjoyed. No, I'm. Again, I did not mind seeing the Braves win. It's fun to see teams that aren't usually in it win. You get sick of seeing the damn Dodgers and the damn Yankees and the Red Sox. 
and you get tired of like the NBA with the Lakers and the Celtics and shit like that. Like these yeah. teams that are just historically, they're always in it. And it's because they pay more to the players and they mm-hmm. bring in all these free agents and all this bullshit. It's fun to see a team like that you built win a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is fun to see. I mean, they're showing like if Memphis made the NBA finals, like it'd be fun to watch Memphis in the oh, yeah. if Mem- if it was like a Memphis Charlotte like Eastern Conference final, so everybody would be like, "That's that's cool to me to see two different teams like actually make it." Well, I told you the the infamous line that Daniel Stern said about the NBA. They said, "If you could put anybody in the finals, who would you put?" And he goes, "I'd have the Lakers play the Lakers." Yeah, I mean, it is. It's a and everybody was saying that like the World Series like was going to have like horrible ratings and nobody was going to tune in and nobody cared. And it's true because no, the big market teams didn't get in. I mean, Houston's still a big city. Atlanta's still a big city. But, like, it's not L.A. It's not Boston. Those teams bring in huge money. Yeah. Um, so I'm honestly surprised they didn't get that series to go seven games just because it brings in more money. Um, but, uh, I mean, it is. I, I find it enjoyable to watch two teams that usually don't make it. I agree just something different you know um you don't want to, yeah, that's why everybody's so sick of alabama and everybody acts like they hate alabama because they're great now we're just sick of seeing you yeah go uh, yeah, be bad well <laughs> i mean it's that but it's also well i mean everybody's sick of alabama because they have all the best players they have every advantage you can ever have but the real reason like if you're down here the rest of the country hates alabama because of that down here we hate them because we were around their fans. Yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. And I was having this argument with this person earlier about the college football playoff coming up and everything. And they were like, well, I don't think Cincinnati should get in the playoff. Although they're undefeated, they don't play in a big conference and all this. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I agree that like an SEC team is probably going to beat them. At the same time, like, do you think, like, let's say there's two losses in on every team in the SEC, should the SEC still get in just because they're the SEC? No. If they have, if everybody has two losses, they shouldn't get in. So I'm saying, like, if Bama loses again, they're going to do everything they can to make sure Bama gets in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, the the Alabama's become the New York, the new the new New York Yankees. Well, like, they, they they should win every year. They well, have I'm the saying. best players every single year. So no one's ever going to go ahead. How many times have you seen on Facebook, if you get in, you or anybody gets in the argument sports related and you go to their Facebook page and they're a Yankees fan and an Alabama fan? Oh, yeah. There's there's definitely there's the Alabama football, Kentucky basketball, New York Yankee, L.A. Uh, Laker fan. Like those people, those that's all exists. Scum of the earth is what they are. Yeah. Scum. They're also they're also New England Patriot fans. Like there's that person that just goes and they look up who has the most championships. I'm a fan of them. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to go that way. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of that around here. And then you got people like me that like to just flog myself because I was like, <laughs> I cannot pull for a winner. <laughs> uh, that I can't physically do it. But yeah, if you're looking at like the college football playoff and you're going well, we should put in the most talented teams. Well, then Alabama's going to be in it every year. Yeah. 
So it doesn't matter if Alabama loses five, it doesn't six, seven games. They're still the most talented team. They might not be the best team, but every single year they're going to have the number one recruiting class. They're going to bring in all five stars. Um, There's no doubt about that. That don't mean that they should get in just because they are talented. I don't. I, I could go on the college football playoff rant the whole have, time. Have we even touched on the Chiefs? No, we have not. <laughs> okay. You got me going on about Atlanta and the the damn playoff now. Well, at some point we needed to talk about the Braves, even for a, a couple of minutes. But oh no, no, I'm convinced. Like the the for them to to not make an argument for Alabama being the playoff, they would have to absolutely tank. Dude. I... And I was trying to make this argument this person. I'm going, as an Auburn fan, okay, in 2017, we played Georgia. They were the number one team in the country. We beat the shit out of them. It was like 49 to 17 or something. Then we turned around a couple weeks later, we played number one Alabama, and we beat them too. We went to the SEC championship game and lost because our best player on the team had an injury because Alabama was a dirty bunch of bullshit bitches. We played Georgia. We lose that game. And guess who doesn't make the playoffs? Auburn doesn't make the playoffs. Guess who made the playoffs? Alabama, who sat the fuck out of the SEC championship game. They didn't even play for – they didn't win their division. They didn't win their conference. They still got in the playoff. So I don't want to hear no bullshit. (laughs) It's it's dirty. Like, it's bullshit. Like, it absolutely is bullshit. Like, that's – I don't care about college football. I just don't give a shit. If that's Auburn, one of the reasons. If, if Auburn was the best team in the country and we lost to Alabama, we didn't play in the SEC championship game, and we sat at home, there is 0% chance they make the playoff. Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where it's frustrating, is that Alabama cannot even play for the – they're not even the best team in their conference, and they can still play for a national championship. Yeah, it's and, dude, they give them championships. We've covered right. that. Yes, they, they just make up shit, and they – they claim championships when they finish 25th in the country. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the Chiefs and the Giants. Um, Chiefs We're and Giants, that was that. Monday night game. Uh, this kind of felt like a situation where it was a get-right game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Playing a bad New York Giants team, this seems like a game that they were going to get back on track. They were going to blow them out. Patrick Mahomes going to have 500 yards, a whole bunch of touchdowns, um, and just an absolute blowout. Yeah, it's not. This was a close game all the way to the end. Yep. Um, Patrick Mahomes, man, I don't know. They they figured him out for real. Um, maybe they have, dude. Like maybe the league has. And I think it, we talked about this last week with the you know the the whole family thing and uh, the the wife and the brother are on TikTok every day. Dude, he looks miserable. Those TikToks I tagged you in. Where he's just like staring at his phone, hoping to die. <laughs> just praying for a quick death. <laughs> like and hating his life right now. For real. And so I think it's a little bit of that. I think it's a little bit of pressure that, you know, he's talking about 17 and 0, mm-hmm. talking about an undefeated season. They've Catching struggled. Um, him getting that money, of course, putting more pressure on. He is just pushing in every game. He's trying to make a play on every single play. He's trying to like, Zip it into triple coverage. It's getting intercepted. Well, He's fumbling the ball. Um, I think. Do you think maybe it came so easy to him so early, and now the league's actually um, 
figuring out how to play him, and he just does not know how to actually. Um, I don't. I don't know how to put well, into words what I'm trying to say. I don't. Th- I think Patrick Mahomes does not like to check the ball down. He doesn't want to take like the easy completion for five yards. He wants, he to, wants to make. Yes, he wants to make like the cross the field pass uh, for sixty yards and all that. I think if he just took what the defense gave him. It made some better decisions, but also at the same time, like there was a play in that game. I think you were watching it. Um, he zipped a ball. He did like a jump pass, threw the ball to the end zone. It it nailed his wide receiver in the face, <laughs> literally hit him in the face. It bounced off his helmet, went up in the air, and the Giants caught it for an interception. So, I mean, he's pushing. He's getting bad luck. I mean, everything is going wrong for him right now. To, to be uh, fair on that, though, like if it hits you in the face, you should have caught it. That's what I'm saying. It's just horrible luck. I mean, he yeah. literally, he threaded the needle. He threw it into tight coverage. He nailed that man in the face, and still it ended up as an interception instead of a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, I say it every week. I picked him to go back to the Super Bowl, but now I pick him to, to just die because now I just want him to do bad because they don't deserve what they got. And, you know, uh, at this point, though, I mean, you can't count on, like, they're not playing well at all, but this is one of those teams where you wouldn't be surprised if they catch fire late in the season and then go on run. I mean, they, they absolutely could. I mean, they're talented enough to do it. But I mean, uh, you, you just watched, I mean, the, the Bengals lost the Jets. Uh, the Titans are without Derrick Henry. Uh, the Bills didn't look good against the Dolphins. So who's to say that the Chiefs can't catch fire and beat any of those teams? They could. It's it's totally possible, but I'm my God! If you want to stack the deck, deck against yourself, like, like I said, this should have been a get right game, game, but they beat the Giants twenty to seventeen, and Kansas City kicked the late field goal to win this game. It's not like they held on yeah. to the lead for a long time. Like this was a close game. I think I said it last week, and I know I texted you. I said that if you don't blow out the damn Giants, because the Falcons beat the Giants, if you don't blow out the Giants, I I think your season's done. And you mm-hmm. barely beat them. They had a chance to win this damn thing. And you yeah. barely beat the freaking Giants. It's definitely not a good look. Um, like, I'm listening to the commentators while they're playing, and I'm like, they're acting like the Giants are just are a good team. Like, they suck. Everybody knows they suck. They do they shouldn't suck. shouldn't be close. They're bad. I mean, there's no getting it. Daniel Jones is... <sighs> I don't think it's all his fault. I think he's okay at best. I don't think he's ever going to be great. He's never going to pan out. You don't have Saquon Barkley. All your wide uh-huh. receivers are constantly hurt. I mean, I think at the end of the season, the Giants, they're either going to fire the head coach or they're going to get rid of Daniel Jones. One's, one's going to happen. It's probably going to be the head coach. I don't know. They're, they're trash. They're they are trash. trash. Um, I guess let's highlight week nine real quick. Let's see if there's any good games. Uh, Jets, Colts, that's a barn burner on Thursday night. Mike White, next Tom Brady, um, is going to go for about 500 yards or so. Easy. But just yeah. go ahead and set your watch by it. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and make a bet on him leading the league in pass yards again, it's probably going to happen. $2,000. Browns, Bengals. Eh, it should be. You think that sounds like a big game, but it, the Browns are, you, who knows? You're right. Who knows? You would think the Bengals would win. I can't believe I'd say that, but I mean, who knows? Oh, your Falcons play the Saints this week. That should be a great game. That huh? should be an L. 
Um, here you go. This is a good one. Texans and Dolphins are playing each other. They're both one and seven. So that's oh, shit. That's fun. Just set your clock. Bills are playing the Jags. Oh goddamn! <laughs> the only game this week that sounded good is the Titans and Rams, and now the Titans Ooh. don't have Derrick Henry. Oh goddamn! You're right. And then the Packers and the Chiefs, and the Packers are without Aaron Rodgers. And you know what? Yeah, you watch the fucking the Chiefs win. Oh, that's what we were, that's what I was gonna say is like, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers tested positive for being a bad man, mm-hmm. and then he, then he tested positive for COVID. Yeah. And we're going to be silly again another week. We're going to be silly with this shit. So last year, the Chiefs and Packers was playing. Patrick Mahomes missed that game for some reason. And now it's the Packers-Chiefs playing again, and Aaron Rodgers is missing that game. Uh, There's so, absolutely no reason for him to be missing this game. No. 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 Um, it's stupid. It's stupid. I'll say it to your face. I, so, I get, you know, mm. th- this is a pretty bad week of football, honestly. I mean, the good matchups have gotten ruined. Um, and then the Bears and Steelers play on Monday. So you'll get to see Justin Fields in prime time play against my Steelers. Um, that should be that might, actually, that might be the game of the week. That's so sad. It, it's very sad. Um, I'm still, I'm scrolling to see if any, Patriots, Panthers, okay. Raiders are playing the Giants. Um, Raiders are killing it. So. Oh, well, literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about that. The Raiders, Henry Ruggs. It's a, <laughs> the Raiders is being Raiders, man. The Raiders are just having a tough go. The whole John Gruden thing coming out. And then Henry Ruggs killed a woman, literally, uh, yeah. in his car with a uh, – he was under the influence, driving drunk. Did you see the report on that? No, not the full thing. I they said really he was driving 156 miles per hour. What? <laughs> what? And, I don't. How did he live? What was he in? Do we uh, know? I don't know. I didn't get to see any of this. Like I was, I, I didn't really, barely got to look at my phone today. Yeah, this is fifty. How are you alive? How are you not? His blood dust? alcohol level was tw- like double the legal limit, um, and he was driving one hundred and fifty-six miles per hour and hit this girl and killed her. Atomizer. And, and somehow he lived, um, I, but they're saying he's gonna, he could possibly be facing like twenty years in jail. Yeah. Um. So he's done. Was he on your fantasy team? Yeah. <laughs> you were talking about my fantasy team real quick and all the shit it's been through. Um, sure. So my team started out. I lost Raheem Mostert like week one. He was done for the year. Had season NEC surgery. DJ Chark, done for the year. Uh, George Kittle's been on IR pretty much the whole time. Miles Sanders is on IR. Henry Ruggs killed a woman. <laughs> it should be funny, but 156 miles per hour. Michael Thomas just ruled himself out, so I don't have him. And then Odell Beckham Jr. is like a missing person. Um, they're putting out a, a uh, report for him. So we'll see if they can be found. You know what I you did see, though? I, on my fantasy team, I have a top five quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. My team still sucks. I don't know. At least you can access your team. You, you can access your team somehow. I'm, okay. I'm telling you, I can't. I'm telling you. You can't access that? You can't access that on a computer? I don't have my computer on me. Um, 
I have my work computer. I don't have my, my personal computer on me. But now I, mean, I told you I can sign in, sign out as many times as I want, and that football thing's not showing up. It's just not. I essentially screenshots of it. I was like, with my hockey team and my fucking my NBA, and I'm not bad at as long as I pay attention to it. I'm way better at NBA fantasy than I am NFL fantasy. I'm actually surprised that you are actually keeping up with the NBA. Oh, I, uh, but I but I know this. I don't know hockey. I have no idea. Well, I know. I know you don't know hockey, but I'm talking about like football. Oh no! I mean, I'm keeping up with my NFL team. I mean, my NBA team. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess let's go ahead. This is uh, getting a little long. We're over, way over an hour already. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about what happened in the NBA that's got you all fired up. Um, once yeah, again, fired Scottie, up for like an hour. I'm sorry. Scott, Scottie Pippen is attacking you personally. <laughs> I swear to God, man, he's lost his fucking mind. <laughs> Scottie Pippen's lost his goddamn mind. Like, I am convinced that man owns a cabin in Upper Washington. In the middle of the woods, his best friend is like the the I don't know like the woodland creatures out there. He's writing a manifesto about the dangers of technology, making pipe bombs. Like that's what he's doing right now. From the last time I saw him, that's what he looked like. And the crazy shit that's coming out of his mouth, it, he just he won't come out and say that he's just trying to sell a book. Mm-hmm. He won't come out and say any of that. And, like, I, I've sent you what he said. What did he say? He goes, Michael Jordan would have just been a regular player if it wasn't for all of his teammates. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because he didn't just come in in 84 and light the league on fire. Like, it didn't take you, like, three years to develop into what you were. Like, this dude wasn't in 88, probably in the greatest player of all time in 88. Okay, yeah, whatever you say. I'm just sitting there going, think about all the shit you've said in the past, and then go look at your fucking ring. It, it, dude, just burn them bridges. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what? No, no, don't even burn them bridges. Blow them up with the pop bombs that you're making. <laughs> so he's he was saying that like he what he didn't like the way he was portrayed in the Last Dance. Is that what this all like stems from? He said that what the way Jordan talked about him. He goes, Scotty Scotty Pippen was the best teammate I ever could have had. He goes, Can you be any more condescending to me? Yeah. I don't understand. Like every, I don't remember anything in the Last Dance documentary other than they talked about um, Scottie Pippen just making poor financial decisions and taking one of the worst contracts in history. Well, what he got mad about was he said this. They gave basically, I'm paraphrasing, but he goes, "They gave me one episode." Um, this is not a quote. This is paraphrasing. He goes, uh, "They gave me one episode, and even on that episode, it ended talking about Michael." And he was just, he was ill because it was a Michael Jordan documentary that just happened to talk about the 98 Bulls. That's what he was mad about. He thought that the documentary was going to be about the 98 Bulls. And he comes out and goes, well, he had complete creative control because that's why it took so ever, forever for him to make it. He wanted to make sure that he looked bigger than LeBron. He wanted to remind, and I said, he probably did. But they can't do a 10-part documentary on Scottie Pippen. But didn't we, I thought, I thought that whole documentary was about Michael Jordan. It, like I, it, <laughs> it depended on the way you looked at it. Um, I thought they definitely advertised it as like, this is the Michael Jordan documentary. That's the way that I took it. But um, I guess you could be like, you, you could be like, it's about the 98 Bulls because that's the center line of the story is the last mm-hmm. dance is their last season with Phil Jackson and all that shit. But I'm just sitting here going, Scotty, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Dude, like I'm convinced he just he, I'm worried about Scottie Pippen's mental health now. 
<laughs> this is definitely all just to sell a book. And every time, like he he's been coming out here the past like couple months and saying some wild shit. And like every time I see it on ESPN or something, they bring up that book. Well, when everybody everybody said okay, because they won't talk about it now because now he's talking about Jordan again. He's changed his tune because his publicist told him. I'm, I'm just guessing. His publicist told him to shut up when he started calling Phil Jackson a racist. <laughs> like when he started calling out Phil Jackson, saying Phil Jackson was a racist to Michael, Kobe, and everybody, and everybody else was coming out going, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about? What the hell are you talking about, Scotty?" And I guarantee you, Scotty's publicist is like, "Hey, hey, just talk about Jordan. He's the big target. Talk about him. Don't talk about Phil no more." And then. I don't know. It was like, Scotty's lost his mind. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. I mean, you can't, I mean, it's hard to say because, you know, Michael Jordan never won a ring without Scotty, but at the same token, Scotty Pippen never won a ring without Jordan. Yeah, I mean, but the, this, the whole deal, too, with the super teams is like they drafted Scotty and they developed Scotty. Scotty was not a, was not, that's the thing that people forget. Is, is Scotty one of the greatest players of all time? Yes, he's top 75 player. One of the best defensive players of all time, all that crap. His first three years, he wasn't that great. He was okay. Mm-hmm. It took him a long time to develop. And one of the reasons why he developed was that guy that was playing on that team with him. So I guess, I mean, if you took Michael Jordan off that team and you just had Scottie Pippen, you replace Michael Jordan with, let's say, another good player. Does Scottie Pippen win a championship? Did he? Probably not. not. Probably not. No. So if you take Scottie Pippen off that team and replace him with another good player, does Michael Jordan win a championship with that team? There's a high likelihood. Probably. Yeah, I was going to send you this today. I didn't even send it to you, but this is um, LeBron. Very encouraging and bringing everybody along. Kobe, he's testing you, Jordan Clarkson. Meanwhile, MJ, this is a picture of him and Scotty Burrell's face going, where are your math at now, ho? <laughs> <laughs> I will post that on the Facebook page. <laughs> no, I mean, that's it. It's a, it was a perfect team, a perfect one two punch yeah. right there. And even when they, um, even in practices, it was perfect because you had a good cop and a bad cop. You had so somebody you... that was going to encourage you, and you had Jordan's going to call you a hoe. They worked but... perfect together, but my God, is it... the dude's got money. Is this book that fucking important? Yeah. Um, well, I guess I, I, does he have money though? He better. <laughs> but again, that contract was horrible. It, it was. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. He's he's tarnishing his reputation anyway. But yeah, um, just, at this point, it's personal attacks. It's just. So we got the Charlotte Hornets in the Golden State game. You're probably watching this as well. Uh, yeah. They're playing right now, so that's going to be a fun game. Uh, the Hornets are actually really good this year. So far, I mean, we're obviously early on in the season, but um, Lamelo looks good. I mean, no, he looks great. Their shoes look like trash, but he's good. Yeah, I wanted to. I was thinking of this earlier because I knew you wanted to talk about the Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan thing. I know you love the Michael Jordan, LeBron James debate because you know LeBron James is the goat, Michael Jordan isn't. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you. Okay, so if you erase. All of like the accomplishments. Michael Jordan, LeBron James are coming out of high school at the same time. Who are you picking? 
Oh, like oh, erase erase the accomplishments. We don't know who these guys are, and you're just talking about their high school abilities. Yeah. Then you you would go with LeBron. Yeah. If you don't know anything, yeah, because I mean, I've said that he's the most gifted basketball player who's ever lived. Mm-hmm. Like he was born like he was he was like he was made in a lab, but he's not injured. <laughs> he's not he's not willing to step on your throat and kill your mother to beat you. Correct. And you don't get that when you're gifted that kind of ability right out the gate. You get that by having being cut from your high school team, having to earn your way, earn your spot in North Carolina, come to a shitty Bulls team, be the only the only guy that wants to win, and then on top of all that, be a borderline psychopath. I just wanted to see if you were crazy. You're still picking Michael Jordan. No, I'm an I'm the smartest person you know. Like. <laughs> No, I mean that's an easy question. Like, but that doesn't mean that he's the goat. It just means that coming out of high school, he's probably the craziest player to ever come out of high school. Like, could you imagine playing LeBron in high school? I couldn't. No, (laughs) no. (laughs) Jesus Christ, no. That would be a nightmare, man. It'd be like that little kid that was guarding Zion in high school. Like, (laughs) but that that that's how it is, though. Like, imagine, like. There's not a lot of six foot seven, two hundred and forty pound high schoolers like walking around like that are just super athletes and then then show up to the game in a brand new silver Hummer and you're like who bought you that? And you show up to a high school game. Some of these high schools you're playing are gonna have a bunch of like five foot ten white kids. No, like and you see LeBron. If you see LeBron James get off the bus, you shit yourself. You're like, okay, well, I guess he's going for 90 tonight because we can stop him. <laughs> we can do about it. But he also played for one of those high school teams that, like, you're seeing them more now that they're, like, specialized teams. That, yeah, like the ING Academy and whatnot. Yeah, yeah that they're um, not high school teams. Like, his was a high school team, but you know what I'm saying? is like the great the great high school players now, they don't even really play for high schools. They play for, like, many colleges. I've always wondered, like, when you got, at, like, NBA-level talent at – player like let's just say somebody who's like seven foot tall in high school how do you not win a state championship i don't know i don't know how you don't speed the ball underneath do you not time. just go to your team and you go hey okay do y'all want to play team ball or do you want to win you want to win okay give it to that guy we're gonna build like a 30 point lead and then let's play team ball i think one of the problems is a lot of high schools is like the parents are like you Bobby. tell the parents to shut up the little Bobby's not getting involved because like you want Joe, little Bobby, you want little Bobby to get a ring. He's like, no, I want little Bobby to have fun. Oh, well, it ain't about fun. Well, and then they complain and they bitch and they moan and then the coach gets a, you know, if you don't win a state championship, you're fired. That's what yeah. I think. It, I think a lot of it comes down to like if they let the coach be the coach, the coach is like, we're going to win, so we're going we're going to you give it to big you might have to have like a uh, parent teacher conference with that head coach and sit down all the parents and say, "Hey, look, we got uh, old old Johnny over here is seven foot tall. Uh, we'd like to win a state championship this year. We're going to give him the ball a lot." Yeah. So you just does anybody to... have a problem with that? And they're like, "I have a problem with that." Billy loves to play basketball and he wants to play too. And you go, "He's Billy's cut. <laughs> Billy's not on this team anymore." And if All we right. hear another word, we're going to have it arranged. He's going to get beat up in the hallway somewhere. Yeah, so I just, I've always found that fascinating that there are these super athletes playing high school basketball somewhere, and, like, some of them don't win state championships. 
like some of them are borderline can play in the NBA. Yes. Like they wouldn't be like, you know, because you think about Kobe, Kobe coming straight from the NBA, like he wasn't the greatest player in the world, but can you imagine playing Kobe in freaking high school? Oh. Like, could you imagine? Like there's just certain ads like Kevin Garnett coming straight from high school to uh to the pros or Moses Malone did it too. Shaq. No, Shaq played college. I know. I'm talking about oh. Shaq in high school. Yeah. I, well, yeah, that would suck. <laughs> Good use, Charles. That's what that was funny as hell. What Charles Barkley and uh, Shaq said, though, they said, "Man, Zion looked like me and Shaq had a baby." <laughs> <laughs> but I think it basketball is like different because there's only like five dudes on the court, so like one guy can take over. You have that one dude, and he can win the game for you. Yeah, I mean, like, like it makes sense that like on like football, like if you have a, uh, I don't let's say. Derrick Henry, you, you might not win state just because Derrick Henry ain't on the field for all 60 minutes of the game. No. You still got some of the defense out there uh, to play, but like basketball, uh, one dude can win the whole thing for you. That's what, uh, that's what makes basketball unique. That's one of the reasons why I always liked it. Is, is all you need is that one guy. And if but you again, like, role players. if you look at pretty much anybody in the NBA and you're like, oh, if that dude played high school, he dominates everyone dominates everyone but uh, same to like you look at like football players you're like that dude would like fuck us up pretty good but we might still win the game yeah i think uh, kevin durant played for three different high schools go I figure think, i think go he figure. did i think no bullshit i think he did because because his excuse was we uh, he would go where the competition was which he did but I, I guess you're trying to get your name but i mean if you're kevin durant I, I don't care if you play for Southside. Somebody's going to notice you. Yeah. You're going to whatever college you want. You're Kevin Durant, for Christ's sake. But, yeah, when I heard that, I was like, did he play for three different high Well, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> he just yeah, carried that sense. over to the NBA. I just go where I want, you know. That's a – I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but Scott, Scotty's mental health is in question right now. He's going to have to step, of the, step away from the game called life. Uh, b- between the Falcons and Scottie Pippen, you're going to have to take a break for your mental health. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing I do like because you're talking about the NFL schedule this week sucks, and I've gotten more back into the NBA. Is that the NBA is fun to watch now, man? Because I think they they gave a stat at the beginning of this is that the amount of times people are taking free throws is like at an all time low. And that's great. That's that great is for the game. Phenomenal is that if that's the true stat is that. It's getting harder and harder to get to because Trey Young was bitching about it. He's like, there, there's a couple of times that they've been killing him, and they're like, nah, we ain't seen nothing. <laughs> Good. And I'm um, looking, we're, like you said, we're watching Golden State and uh, Charlotte right now. And one thing about Charlotte, why the hell do your pinstripes not match your shorts? They never have, and it has always bothered me. I don't know, but we already know that you don't know what you're talking about when it comes to uniforms. It doesn't make any sense. If you got pinstripes on the jersey, you need pinstripes on the damn uh, shorts. If you like them or not, it makes no sense. You can't have it both ways. Also, the NBA, if you're talking about uniforms, at this point, the shoes take away from the uniform. Oh, yeah, they don't have to match anymore? Yeah. Like, this dude is wearing, like, a bright red-ass pair of shoes the other one is wearing like a bright blue pair of shoes. One of them's got orange. 
like the colors are just all over the damn place. Yeah. It, it, some teams it doesn't bother me. Some teams it does bother me. Well, it throws off the uniform. It does. I think you should match, but you see a lot of guys. I guarantee there's somebody in this game right now is wearing the um, the green Kobe's. I mean, you you see those like I'm looking right now. Hey, not one guy's wearing them. Holy shit! But there's certain colors I'm just used to seeing. But like Lamel is going to wear them ugly red shoes that have question. Dude, they picked the wrong word to put on the bottom of those shoes. Because this is rare, but you could say it says something else. <laughs> <laughs> like you're one scuff away from having a having a, a really bad word on the sole of your shoe. Little little questionable font on there. It, yeah, That's it's bad. almost like that. Uh, the widest kid you know sketch where he's going. Are you saying? Are you saying the grapest? <laughs> he goes. I, I think that is just a little too close. I don't know. I don't know if I like this. And other guys are going. I don't know what you're talking about. This is yeah. fine. That's exactly what this is. That's exactly what this is. You nailed it you on the know, head. You know, if you look at that, am I say that I don't think so. It's greatest. <laughs> That's a great dude. That was a great show too. Like, yes, it, it was. It, it, like when that that cast member died, and uh, was it you or was it Greg yeah. that was sending? Okay. Dude, I used to stay up every night in high school watching that show. Like, it came on late at night, and. Uh, We'd stay up. It was, I think, it was like every Wednesday that show came on, and it was just incredible for, for its time. Like the sketches they were doing were like so crazy. No way you get away with it. At the no, day, like, like, no. Like, like one of them, I'm not going to say. There's two sketches that are my favorite sketches, and one of them I'm not even going to touch. But the other one, you use wild imagination on that one. Um, but the other one is just freaking great. It's like. Uh, you got a whole gallon of PCP, huh? Yeah, got a gallon of PCP. <laughs> He's like, yeah, she passed away. He's like, yeah, when? Four. <laughs> Today? Today? Four, no, four years ago? And like, no, 4 p.m. <laughs> Today? He goes, that's crazy. He goes, where are you going? <laughs> going to pick my kids up. <laughs> wow. He goes, it's five now. <laughs> <laughs> And they shot that show on like no money. It was just oh hilarious. yeah, oh yeah. They just oh, had like gosh. a camcorder and just like a hilarious ideas. It, that's incredible show. Um, but yeah, he said, "Gallon of PCP." He goes, "Where are we going now?" It's like you see, you were successful. Just, hey, I'm gonna go pick my kids up. Wow, gallon of PCP. <laughs> You're picking kids up. Sorry. And then, he goes, uh, "Do you like PCP?" He goes, "I got a gallon." <laughs> Great. It was uh anyway. Oh, that steel was nice right there. Who's that? Is that Gordon Hayward now? Uh, I don't know. I looked away. I just saw I that. think so. Yeah. All right. Well that'll do it for us. That went a little over. Um hopefully we didn't like encroach on your mental health and you step away from the podcast. No, I think we helped. Um and that Baker Mayfield interview is still coming up soon. Uh so stay tuned for that. Yeah, promise. <laughs> All right, uh, that'll do it for us. Thanks for listening. Bye.